<laughs> double saying sneakers. Interesting concept. I'm I'm not talking about the diplomacy that you may think of foreign policy. I'm not talking about that diplomacy or diplomats you see that are out in this world that represent countries. No, I'm talking about you. You represent yourself amongst everything else. You are that diplomat. You are that ambassador. Welcome to Diplomacy and Sneakers. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. How you all doing today? Well, can't believe I made it here. This is my first podcast. Welcome. You are the first listeners to Diplomacy and Sneakers. Interesting name, but I'll get a little bit to that later on. But really, appreciate this. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for just being here. It is late at night. I do have a full-time job. But I decided to share my life, stories, and other things that you all may find useful in this world with you all. I mean, really, I really do appreciate that. And like I said before, again, many, many, many thank yous. But I just want to get to the chase. The interesting title of Diplomacy and Sneakers. Well, I could talk, I'm going to talk a little more about that, but let me tell you who you actually are listening to. Um, my name is Dre. Um, I have... I'm 36 years old. I have been um, to a couple of countries around the world. I've lived there. I've worked overseas as well, also as well as domestically in places like South Carolina, um, Washington, D.C., and even in Virginia. But like I said, there's no place like home at all. But without further ado, um, I have basically my expertise is in human resources, HR, you know. The person that people always fear whenever something goes bad, it's, it's HR, or if it's somebody else's fault, it's HR's fault. You know, that's the same thing that people hear time and time again. But that's actually my prof- my profession, so I like to call myself a career therapist in a sense. So that's what I'm going to try to do as well, give you a little bit of that, but also some professional and personal advices also. But why the title Diplomacy and Sneakers? Interesting title as it is, but you know something? I kind of had an understanding of this when I went overseas, and I look at the point of that we all we have our government representatives as called diplomats, and these foreign diplomats they're the ones that go interact in force um, foreign policy. Also, they get the chance to live overseas and get to talk to many other people. And there's one thing that I've learned in my time over there. It's one thing is that they are not really representatives of America in my eyes. It's not them at all. No, 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 no. Actually, the true representatives of America are you. The person that go overseas, the person that travels, the person that gets that chance to step foot in that foreign land and you can you express your culture, whatever that, whatever you think that culture is. But guess what? That right there, you have became a diplomat. And that's what I say. And you have sneakers on nine times out of ten if you're traveling or if you want me to have sandals or if a man you have sandals or whatnot. But it's the general term of diplomacy and sneakers. And this right here is one thing I like to always talk about is that you represent yourself as well as your country in a sense. Even though, yes, we're different and America should be a, it's a multitude of colors, cultures, races, religions, everything on the sun, like a true melting pot. But I always say is that we're not truly represented uh, correctly overseas because if you look at a lot of these people, the diplomats or even the foreign guards, a lot of them are um, Caucasian male or, male or female. But also, but like I said before, it's not the fact that they do they enforce the policies and whatnot, which our government does follow, which is 
beyond my story and beyond my thought process. But it's one of those things that you represent that place. So you know something? One thing that I did understand and one thing I do remember is this right here is that you go to the country Uzbekistan. Make it funny. And nine times out of ten, I guarantee you, you might have been the only American that they have seen in 10, 15, or even forever. What you have done, whether you were an asshole, whether you were super nice, you have embedded what they think is a generalization of America just by you, by you visiting. And yes, you're not there to do foreign policy or you're not there to um, business-wise or stuff like that. No, you're not there for that. You're there for the travel, but you have represented a general term of Americans because they can say, hey, you know something? I met an American. They're very nice. That means that all Americans are nice to them because that's what they know and that's what they understand. And this is one of the things that, why I say diplomacy and sneakers that we need to represent ourselves um, better, not even of overseas, but just as, as in general, as us, as an ambassador of yourself, of your culture, and not only overseas, but also domestically as well because we are a multitude of cultures in that sometimes we get, to, we get caught up into certain ideologies that may not fit the American way, which whatever you want to call the American way is, we have one person saying "Make America Great Again," and we have and we have other people looking at when was America great. But no, the beauty about it is that nowadays there is a point of culture, there's a point of understanding with each other, and that's what I want to promote. I want to promote that, that diplomacy and sneakers on a professional as well as a um, personal type of way. And it's almost on the point of like branding. Like he never heard of being you. You are your brand. You are your self brand. You know something? You are. You are who you are at the end of the day. But you know something? There's no mistakes about it. You are you. And it's the way that you are. It's the way that you understand. It's the way that you that you always can going to be. But you know something? Just like myself. As you hear, you might not hear a little southern drawl in my voice because I'm born and raised in South Carolina. I'm a country kid. I'm a, I'm a product of public school. I'm a product of my environment. But that right there did not let me think of being anything worse or anything down. No, no, no. That shaped my culture. That shaped me. That shaped me as a person. So when I do go out, when, when, when I do represent, I don't represent myself. I represent my upbringing. I represent the places that I lived. I represent everything that made me. Because like, like they say, nature versus nurture. I represent that nature part of it because I want to show people the beauty of what we are, the beauty of what's understanding. It's not just point of being a black male or being a white male or, or Latino male or Asian or whatnot. No, no, no. It's about being you as an individual, but then bringing that culture behind us because, like I said, culture is, is a very vast word. And we understand these these prejudices, <laughs> which I like, I like to call it, and that, okay, I don't like being this. I don't like this culture. I don't like this right here. But you know something? I think Einstein said it best is that basically it's, everything is common sense. And common sense is just a, a bunch of learned prejudices that we gain by the age of 18. That's what Einstein said, which is very true. It is that. It's, it's, who, we, it's who we are as a people. It's, it's what we learn during that time of, of nature and nurture. It's, it's that time. So my platform is called Diplomacy and Sneakers because... This is what we what we should promote, but we should promote it in a way that's understanding, that way that's uplifting, the way a way that's like evolve continuously evolving. I mean, one of the beautiful things I get the chance to see is that hip hop culture started as African American, part of African American culture. It's something that we we built, we 
nourished, we cultivate it into something. But if you look now, you have a lot of people, especially like I look at um, my Asian brothers and sisters who are doing breakdancing. That right there is a part of their culture now. So it's not just the culture that you in, in, envision of what it is. It's more so of culture that's ingrained in you, but also what's adopted also. So that's one of the things that I really want to kind of hit on. But that's what this podcast is about. But also it's about learning. It's about understanding. So I'm hoping to bring that to you all. And I'm hoping to, to kind of get that get that through. And I think this is one of the best platforms to do so. And it kind of, I can get my light and I can get a lot of funny stories about it. And that's what I, that's what I tend to do um, as we as the podcast progresses. And I might want to have some a couple of my buddies on who can who can talk more so about it. And we're gonna talk about the topics that you see nowadays. I mean, you see you see voting, you see uh, Black Lives Matter, you see the interracial injustices, social economic issues. All this stuff ties into a a sense that is diplomacy. Because you know, so at the end of the day, who who is being represented in this? How are you representing yourself? How are, and how is the person who is representing you? doing anything else that's one of the things that we need to i like to talk about but as of today as of, this is more so of an introductory type of podcast right now but i mean i, I wish i'll tell you a little more about myself i mean whoo i've been through a lot a lot of different types of jobs i, I worked at car washes i worked at restaurants i worked everywhere um i think when i got my best footing is when i got a chance to work for the federal government i got i had a chance to kind of not only understand culture as in myself as a person, but understanding there is a professional culture as well. There is a professional culture that that you have to turn on and turn off um, in a sense. And that guess what? It, it's the professionalism part of it. But not only is that culture embedded in, not all, all professional cultures are not the same as well. You have your corporate world. Even within that corporate world, you have that actual specific company. Within, within that company, there's layers to it. And each, and each layer has its own culture, has its own organizational culture. It's one of the things I learned when I was in grad school. And I never got a chance to see it um, on the corporate side until most recently. But I got a chance to experience it more so in the federal government and how it, it, how it involves that point of professionalism, that point of understanding that you are a representative of your office. You are a representative of everything else that that comes to whether it's your work, whether it's your work ethic, whether it's your anything that you do, you are representative of that and your work represents you. And I just thought that was pretty interesting and I want to understand, get you all to understand that as well. But the more and more I sit here and I talk about it, the more and more I think is that it is quite interesting that we are, that we are our brands and this one thing that I like to talk about again is that almost when you branding yourself, when you're looking at yourself as a representative or or you're looking at yourself as a diplomat, that diplomat promoting that diplomacy and sneakers to basically promoting that, that cultural bias, that cultural understanding that of, of what you are, of what you've adopted, what you can give and in the most positive type of way. This also could work in the work as well as when you're, when you're in a job or you're in a job interview. Even even in your writing and your resume, all these things play a major part that you're promoting yourself. And promotion of yourself is one of the things that can be detrimental not only to yourself when you're in a job, but even getting a job as well. 
So one of the things I want to talk about, again, I know I keep saying that a lot, because I like to talk about a lot of these things because a lot of people ask me these questions, having being in the HR field, being working in recruiting, working in career development, working in um, motivation, um, different type of management roles, personal management, performance management, management, leadership, all these things I get a chance, I got a chance to teach, I had a chance to explain, talk and do all this stuff. And, and this one thing I wanted to let you all know is that when you're, in a, when you're in an interview, you have to be you. I get the point. People say, well, you got to be, make sure you're professional. You got yes, of course, you have to be professional. Look, look the part. Have you, for men, suit, tie, you know, I mean, shirt, tie. If you, if you have a coat, good. Make sure you make sure that your shoes are shining. Make sure that, that you, that you smell good. Make sure that all these things work because this is not, this is a part of hygiene. This is a part of the look. But when you're in there, be yourself. Be that brand. Promote that diplomacy in sneakers. Promote yourself. Be that representative. Be that brand ambassador. Be that ambassador of what you want to represent into that job. And that's the best way to think of it. That's the best way to kind of get your point across. But also answer the question. Be knowledgeable about what you know. But if you have that, that little bit of swagger that makes you you, use it. I'm not telling you to be overconfident. I'm not telling you to be underconfident, but find that, that nice mid-ground. Because that mid-ground is what's going to really light that fire up under you. That mid-ground is, is, is really what's going to be that that foundation of what they're going to see. Because, yes, everybody can answer questions. Everybody can answer questions correctly or even um, be very eloquent when they say certain things, understand the, the points that they're trying that they're trying to make. But it's that point of do you fit in that culture or not? And if you even during that interview and you ask those questions and you say, um, how do how would I fit into this culture? If you have to ask that questions about yourself and if you have to see see that I really don't fit in there, don't force it. It's like forcing a square peg through a round hole. It's not it's not going to work and you're going to be miserable and unhappy there. I've, I know that firsthand. I've learned that, and that's why I've, I got a chance to take a. I took this chance and come, to come back home from living overseas, working overseas, doing a lot of my business overseas. I got a chance to come back home because there's something that I was missing. I was missing. I was missing. I was missing that foundation. I felt like I lost it, but I gained it back now. So I'm, I think I'm ready to, I say, tackle the world again. But I, I'd rather be home now. But it's one. It's that that point that. To be yourself. Be yourself all through. Be unapologetically yourself. Don't be rude. Of course not. That's, that's not that's not the way to be. And I'm gonna talk more um about that in, a, in another podcast about um, playing in the playing nice in the sandbox. And that's gonna be pretty funny because that talks more so about managers and supervisors and what is a leader. And because at because at the end of the day, whether you fake it till you make it, whether you fake that interview, whether you fake it on your resume. You will show up, and I mean to you, that person, that that ambassador, you will show up one day. And when you do show up, make sure that these people are ready for it because they should have, they should have already seen that. They should have been understood who you are at this time. And that's one of the things that I really, really, really want you all to get, you all to understand. But um, nonetheless, there is a... There's a, um, some great resources out there 
that you're able to kind of get that understanding, kind of learn how to sell yourself, learn how to communicate. And these are all uh, great resources. And one thing that you might want to do is take my favorite test called the Myers-Briggs. And the Myers-Briggs is is um, is a is an aptitude test. I'm not even, it's not even an aptitude test. It's a, most, it's a test about how you are as a person. And you ever heard people say, I'm an extrovert, I'm an introvert? Is that. And me, I'm a very much, even though I'm doing this podcast, I'm a very much introverted person. But once I get to know you, I talk your ear off. But if I don't know you, I'm I'm a I'm a wallflower. I don't like big crowds. I don't like to be around a lot of people. I like to kind of just be in my zone. And I think that being in, in this room right now or at my home office and talking to you all and getting that, getting my I said, my words out, putting them on this this platform actually is an ease at me, and it kind of makes me feel a bit happy because I was always doing training, I was always doing those soft skills training, those management trainings, those leadership trainings, and I wanted do these people really understand what a leader is? Do these people understand that you can't manage people <laughs> all the same way? Because at the end of the day, each person is their own individual self. Each person is 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 that diplomat. Each person is an ambassador to their culture, to their understanding into who they are and that is the beauty about it all and the more so that I kind of I'm gonna basically beat this down into the system is that you are who you are you are that diplomat of sneakers you are to and I said your job is to promote that your that diplomacy and sneakers to, to promote your culture whether you are in the room whether you are in the office whether you are personal especially even when you travel Please understand this. It's, it's, traveling is a beautiful thing. I love to go to places that I can't speak the language. I love to go to places that I have no idea what the culture is because I want to truly immerse myself into that culture. I want to understand what they do because once I get a taste of what of their culture and I and I somewhat adopt it, I'm able to share mine freely. I'm able to. Could be to give you that that diplomacy. I mean, I'm able to show you what that American culture is, or what I see as my American culture. And one of the biggest things is hip hop. I love hip hop. Hip hop is my thing. I mean, I like old school hip hop. Give me the '80s and '90s, maybe some of the 2000s. But what right now? Yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, I gotta get really shout out to. Uh, I mean, the baby. He's from Charlotte. I'm from South Carolina. Shout out, uh, real big shout out to him. I, and I like Lil Baby as well. But. That's my thing. I love hip hop. I love what hip hop brings. I love what hip hop is a multitude of rhymes, a multitude of verses, quotes that I use. That's from there because people understand, people understand that's that is me. That is a big part of my culture. That's a big part of the thing that I promote when I'm overseas. Even though you best believe hip hop is one of the biggest musical genres all overseas. It's not country, it's not blues, it's not it's techno, yes, pop. They're the top your top popular music, your pop um twenty, your pop forty five, yes, of course. But hip hop is something. I go to other countries where they can't speak English, but they rapping Lil Wayne. I went, I've been to I've been to a country where hell they was rapping Jay Z lyrics, not knowing what a a bit of what the hell it meant. But guess what? They knew every every lyric to Jigga. I mean, that right there is speaks volumes in this in a sense but that just shows how far culture can go that shows how far you can be related to and I, and, I, and I'll tell people that when I was a kid 
I couldn't even I couldn't tell you who was the well I know who the first diplomat was I think Thomas Jefferson as in being the first Secretary of State, but truly the first person that I could say is a diplomat. I always tell people my diplomat wore sneakers. They were athletes. It was Jordan back in the old 1992 Dream Team. They were my diplomats. Watching them go overseas and kick butt in basketball. Seeing that they went to, I think I think it was Barcelona. I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not a quote. Um, don't quote me on that. But I want to say it was Barcelona. And watching them go overseas, seeing that there's other people outside of America that looks like that. Some of them look like me. Some of them don't. They speak all these weird languages. But guess what? They play basketball against the world. That right there was a was diplomacy for me. That was my diplomat. I look at these. I look at a lot of these athletes nowadays. Athletes are the diplomats of the future. Quote me if I'm wrong. Quote me if I'm weird. Do whatever you need to do. But this is the damn truth. It's not that person who who's, who sits in the embassy. It's not. It's not a person who's who's doing business overseas, making a new McDonald's or or Burger King overseas or whatnot or KFC. No, it's that athlete. That athlete, I've seen so many Kobe jerseys. Shout out to Kobe. May he rest in peace, Mijiana. Kobe jerseys, LeBron jerseys, Jordan jerseys. These are people who they know better than anybody else. And I want to give that challenge out to my athletes on this one. I, I wish that our athletes can, would get more involved. That's why I love LeBron. I don't think Jordan's the GOAT all day long. But LeBron is truly the the greatest basketball player of all time in my eyes. Not because not he's I'm not playing wise, yes, he's great at playing, but his influence, not just in America, but just overseas as well. He has the potential to be bigger than anything else, thanks to social media, thanks to the internet, thanks to living in this time and age where globalization is at our fingertips now. He has the ability to do that. And I think that is on a grand scale that he is truly bigger than our president. You go to you go to Asia, you say the name LeBron, they know who it is. I can go to, and I'm telling you, I've been to Kazakhstan, and there's LeBron jerseys everywhere. <laughs> I mean, his foot, his reach, his is is truly is a global reach. Yes, people don't know the president, know the president, but. 30 years from now, you will still know LeBron. You will still know Jordan. You will still know who Kobe is. That right there speaks volumes of what an athlete has the power to do. So that's why I want to say that my diplomat wore sneakers. My first diplomat. And, and just that poise and just that understanding of what they represent here. And you'd be surprised, hip-hop. Basketball and hip-hop go hand-in-hand. We hell, we wear, hell, we wear Jordans, we wear jerseys. We do the same things. We a lot of us we play we play ball. That is the thing that ties everything together. Whether it's adopted culture or whether it's ingrained in us already and what we grew up with. If you look at it on, on that standpoint, and if you look at it from what we able our ability to share, not just in the world but just in the sense of companionship, just in the sense of opening doors to new um, new avenues of anything, whether it's clothing, whether it's trade, whether it, 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 does, it doesn't matter. Hell, Kim Jong-un wanted to see damn Dennis Rodman and Charles Smith from the damn Knicks. Charles Smith out of all damn people. But still, Dennis Rodman, who is a NBA athlete, NBA Hall of Fame, and the greatest rebounder of all time, 
as eccentric as he is, he was able to cross a border that no American was able to get to in years and successfully sit down and talk to a dictator. Speaks volumes, right? Because you know why? Diplomacy and sneakers. They are the ones, and I'm going to sit here and say this all day long. If you look at what we, what a culture can represent, how strong a culture can be, it's not about policy, rules, regulations, guidelines, any of that stuff. It's about what can you give and what can you adopt and what can you come to a compromise on. That's being, that's being diplomatic. But also the sharing of culture, the sharing of love, the sharing of, of just that understanding of each other. That's that diplomacy. But being comfortable in it, that you're able to, that you all can move around and smile and whatever, that's the sneakers part. That's why I named this podcast Diplomacy and Sneakers. That's why I think this right here is one of the most revolutionary things because I want people to think of it more so is that my diplomats wore sneakers. You all are the, are the diplomats of the world. You all wear sneakers. You all represent more than what anything else. But also, you all promote diplomacy in your own way, within your culture, within the way you carry yourselves, in the way that you do things. So I just want to make sure that you all understand how valuable you are. Not just who you're, not just these these higher officials, but how valuable you are as a human being. And this also, if, if I have um, brothers and sisters around the world listening, same thing goes with you. You represent you represent your country. Like I said, as a kid, I grew up, I didn't I didn't travel nowhere. I, the first time I ever traveled outside the United States was for work. And if, and when I meet an Indian a person from India, when I meet a person from El Salvador, when I meet meet person from a country the first time, I don't have to. I learned not to have the generalization part of it, but I learned the fact that like, oh, you know something, they're very nice. Because that right there have set set a that set my benchmark. That set a precedence for me. To know that you know something that in, that Indian woman who who gave me who gave me that candy in that damn store was nice, or who or who helped me out was nice, and that's what we need more of. We we need more so of that of that diplomacy. So I really hope that you all get a chance to enjoy this podcast. I hope you all get a chance to hear what I lot that I have to say. I hope you all can just <laughs> bear with me. This is my first time doing it, and I'm happy to get a lot of this stuff out. And um, please, um, like I said, just bear with me again. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually starting this. This is a one of a thing that I really was looking forward to doing. It took me a year to even get the courage to to do so. But but just remember this though: you are the diplomat, you are the ambassador, you are the ambassador of your culture, you are the ambassador of you. You represent your country, yourself, your neighborhood, everything that accompanies you and makes you as a person. But that's what makes you beautiful as well. Not the negativity. Take the negativity out of it. Only positive vibes in here. And without, without further ado, I'm going to end this podcast so far. I think I think this was a great, great first show. And I thank you all for um, having sitting here talking with me. And also, please... Whatever you, whatever you do, always always remember to fear nothing and live forever. That's my phrase. Because in this world, yes, you can. There's, there's so many things to be scared of. There's so many things to be 
to be terrified of, whether it's from taxes, death, uh, going outside, COVID, because this is during COVID now. But when I say to you to live forever, I mean, make sure that you do something in this world that makes that makes a difference, that makes, a, that makes an impression of somebody. I've always said this right here. Somebody said, so Dre, what does fear nothing, what's the fear nothing live forever means? It means this right here. Out of 100 people that I talk to, hopefully, hopefully my podcast will get more. If I have changed the thought process of somebody on a positive way, if it's for a day, a minute, a second, a month, to a year, I have just lived forever. Because that person will remember that change came when at least listening to me or, talk, or getting a chance to talk to me. That's fear nothing, live forever. So everyone, be love, love yourself, love others. And one more thing, fear nothing and always, always live forever.